don't know. No, it's that. where he completely saws the bottom out of like a motorboat and replaces it with a screen door and sprays the shit on it and it's just floating along. Wow. And I'm like, I can't think. Look, I want that for every I mean, there's no possible way they could ever fake that. Right. It's got to be real. We've been tempted to get it for our basement just Mm -hmm. to line the walls with where it leaks. Then fill it with water and then saw a hole in the middle of a boat and then put a screen door Mm -hmm. and then use it to test it. I need a screen door and a boat. If that actually works out for you, let me know because my basement leaks. Yeah. I think I've isolated it to one or two spots. Ours leaks just on one side. It's where they built that sunroom we had Uh because that wasn't originally in the house. So I'm guessing that fucked something up when they put it in. Only when it like rains really, yeah, really it's got to be like a like crazy, a two or three day rain, yeah, or where it rains from like six in the evening until like ten in the morning. Yeah, July. <laughs> but that's why all the shits on one Sorry. side of my base. Anyone remember that movie? What? No. There will be blood. The movie? Yeah. There will be blood. Yeah. I, I never saw it. it. Really? I know what you're talking that. about because I had a professor that was oh, obsessed with that in college. God, it, it's. It's a drama about like oil barons and like uh, early America, but it's paced and it like the atmosphere and the, the the tension is like a horror movie. He was upset. My professor was obsessed with one shot in that movie. There, there's this scene and there's just this guy and he's just there. Oh, it's a beautiful shot. And I'm like, that's well, a shot the, in the every shot fucking the, movie. It's a guy and he's just there. Yeah, yeah, that, that was his description. He's like, had that guy. He was like, "There's this shot in that movie. There will be blood, and it's just a guy. And it's oh, it's, you got to see it. It's a great shot." Yeah. And we're all just like, "That's not a way to sell a movie." Yeah, that, that's just, things like that make me glad I'm not, I didn't go to college. Well, he was cool. Like, no, yeah, it was a cool movie. He was, no, 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 I'm not. He saying was the sound guy for Pink Floyd. So, really? yeah. but it's it's a thing of like, and my what, do you, what do you go to college for? For being the sound guy for Finn. No, what did you go to college for? Oh, to, I mean, do what I do, pretty much. Yeah, but how many of the classes you took are related, to, did you have to pay for that are related to what your field is? I mean, half of my credits were what my field was. The other half were, like, English and stuff. And that's that, the shit you shouldn't have to take. Right, but it made me a more intelligent person, so I can't complain about that. Yeah. I mean, a lot, like, astronomy I don't use, but... Yeah, okay, taking a, a language arts or literature class would help would help make you a, a smarter person. Right. I, I mean, I think the experience and being introduced to shit that I wouldn't have pursued otherwise yeah. is worth it for me. Like, I would have rather gone to Full Sail and just did what I wanted to do, but I can't complain. Like, I learned shit I never would have done. Yeah, you got exposed to new ideas. And yeah, you know, I think that's part of things, so... That's My friend Jeremy went to Full Sail. He was uh, he was bitching about it, about how they said it was all hands-on and they only ever touched a camera twice in his entire curriculum there, in his entire tenure there. Well, it's kind of like mine. There was... It was really up to you how much you talk because a lot of it was out of class stuff, like doing your own video projects. So, yeah, you could just get all your shit done in the afternoon or you could devote a lot of time to it. Plus, I had the job doing sports filming and stuff. So, like, college is really up to you in terms of how much you get out of it. You've got to put in the work if you want to get the results out of it. Yeah, but don't that make you also take like stupid classes like paintball? Well, I think my friend Grant had to take hang gliding. Yeah, I took... Or, like that was one of his options. He I mean, took I took introduction I, to leisure studies instead of physical education because I went to the gym and shit every day anyway. To, what's like, leisure studies? It was cool. It was like learning about how to like... It was essentially like how to be a boy scout and how to canoe and like rock climbing and watching that 70... It was the biggest bullshit class well, ever. Like like an adult Boy Scout thing. Yeah, you know, but like it was Like fun. adventure crew. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, 
But it was, that wouldn't be bad. I mean, yeah, we did like, like outdoors. We shit. did like the high rope stuff and yeah. like rock climbing wall. And you don't have to do with fucking kids. Yeah, it just it strikes me as like, and there were no douchebags in there because that's my roommate was like, don't fucking take the all it is is dudes on steroids like. Come spot me and look how much I can squat and shit. And I was what like, it, fuck that. I took bowling and paintball. Nice. We had a bowling alley on campus. We uh, went to the AMC. Nice. Yeah. It just it's it's it strikes me as a thing of like you could have gotten your shit done way quicker if you just went in what you were there for. Theoretically, you would have spent less money if that was the case. Right. If they would have allowed you to do that, and then if you did want to go do go back and do something literature based, you could go back to college again. But because of those bullshit classes. I had a really high GPA, so I got tons of scholarships every year. So, like, I'm still paying for a lot of college, but I would say one-fourth of my college is paid for by scholarships I earned in college by doing well. So, ah. But, like, I often say, like, I give, like, my brother-in-law a hard time. One of The guy that used to be my intern, he works for me now. Yeah. I'm like... He goes to LC, and he lives in Lynchburg. But I'm like, dude, you need to get your own place. I was like, even if it's, like... An apartment two miles across town. Just the learning how to budget, do your laundry. That's a huge part of college that you're missing out on by... Especially with the four-year... If the community's different, but he's mm-hmm. going to a four-year school. He needs to mm-hmm. live on his own. Was he living with his parents? Yeah. Yeah, you need to... What, how old is he? He just... I mean, it's his first year in college. He's, oh, okay, yeah. But yeah. still, I'm like, you're really missing out. Like, my friend Jordan... Went to LC and just lived with his parents the whole time. Granted, he saved a ton of money, but if he ever moves College out, experience. If he ever moves out, he's not going to know how to do fucking anything. His mom still does his laundry and stuff. Yeah, I didn't. Well, I didn't go to college, but me and my brother moved out of our parents' house when I was fifteen, and that was the best thing that ever happened because, like, at an even earlier age than I really should have, I, I got to do my own shit, and it and, was awesome. Yeah. And terrible. I complain because about, I had to pay my own phone bill. Right. I complain like about having to do the shit like now, like laundry and stuff. But college prepared me for that. So there's more to college than a degree. Yeah, it's money. Right. I mean, it's a big expense, and I don't knock anyone that didn't go. Any rules. I just I, I keep feeding the alpha betas. Mm-hmm. I just keep thinking about all. The oh, people. I made a shit ton of money in college because there was this one frat that had a Street Fighter Two arcade cabinet, and I would just I would always bring in a Jack Daniels bottle or just another like bourbon bottle filled mm-hmm. with either apple juice or unsweet tea, and I would drink it and pretend I was drunk and bet the frat guys that I could beat them. <laughs> You're skimming. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Hustling. It's like those people who hustle at the pool. You were just doing it a Street Fighter. Yeah. You're like uh, Jimmy Woods in The Wizard. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they deserved it because fuck them. Because they were guys. Yep. Uh, That's how you paid for your trip to California mm-hmm. for video Armageddon. California. <laughs> I keep almost buying that movie every time I see it. I, I, I don't think ago. I need to buy. Is it oh, on Blu-ray? Huh? I don't think it's on Blu-ray. Because I will, like whenever it's released on Blu-ray, I'll buy it. Because yeah. I, if that ever comes on TV, I watch. See, it. See, I love like a like a like an in-depth documentary look back and like uh, that it to come with a collector's edition that has that little pocket power that mm-hmm. they gave out when you saw it in the theaters. That was a that good. movie beckons to me every time I go to Seven yeah. Eleven because it's in the DVD bin at Seven Eleven. Really? In a two pack with cloak and dagger. <laughs> and I'm like, why, why, why haven't I bought? Oh, it's because it's a DVD. Yeah, but yeah. it's five bucks for the the Wizard and Cloak and Dagger. I have it on DVD at Seven Eleven. The kid loves it. it, 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 it see, that's the thing. I, I feel like that's a movie I'd like to show Brody when mm-hmm. he gets older. 
Yeah. Fully understand. And say, the sound effects on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are all freaking wrong, man. They're not even synced right. That's not even from the right game, damn it. Well, that is my biggest, I think, pet peeve in, in movies there's, and TV. There's no way you could have gotten 50,000 in Double Dragon by the end of the stage 1-3. What the fuck? It's always in a movie or TV show. The video games always have a sound effect like... Yeah. And when they're playing games in a movie or TV show, they're doing this. They're going yeah. fucking ape shit with the controller and nobody plays like that. Mm-hmm. People just sit there and their hands are perfect, their bodies are perfectly still even when it's stressful. Just like... And in video games, no matter what they're doing, like... I think it was a 40 year old virgin they, They're playing Mortal Kombat With the wrong controller Yeah like and they're, like they're going back Weird like fucking Joystick thing And yeah. shit like that It's just Speaking No one plays Fucking fighting games With a joystick. stick yeah. yeah Did either of you see The thing I posted On Facebook About the 10 worst Video game controllers Of all time Yeah did you see that, Ben? No. Oh, I wanted to know if you agreed with that. A lot of it, I was like, yep. I don't have yep. as much a problem with the Dreamcast controller that a lot of people do. I, but I thought it was fun. It took yeah, getting it used fine. to. Like It, it was, was just like the 64. The I remember the first time I played a 64, I was like, this fucking sucks. I had no idea. See, I got used to it, though. I did, that's too. one of my favorite controllers. Right. Yeah, it's a great like, controller for 64 games. But going from the Super Nintendo, which I thought was perfect. Mm-hmm. And it is. And it was kind of like the first time they introduced the Dual Shock. Yeah, when they introduced Dual Shock, I was like, "Why would I ever need this?" And now, like everything uses Dual Shock. Still think the PlayStation has the perfect controller. Mm-hmm. Xbox 360 is in the conversation for sure. That was a I, damn good. Deal. Yeah, I, I, well, that's just basically really based controller. off the Xbox S controller, mm-hmm. which was so yeah, awesome. What was the original? The, the Goliath, the, or the Bear, Brute or something? Yeah, it was. It was big. It was twice as big yeah. as the the Dreamcast controller. Mm-hmm. It was if you could kill a baby with it. Yeah, pretty much. We like those were collectors' items when I worked at GameStop. Like we couldn't <laughs> keep them in stock because they the only made them for a short time. And like what, I don't the, know the bear controller. Yeah, I don't know if like people were serious or if people just wanted one to say they had one. But Maybe. that was a sought after controller for a good while. I still want a Rob. So I'm getting me a fucking Rob. I tried to get you a Rob for Christmas, uh-huh. uh, the NES Rob. And uh, they're expensive as fuck. Yeah, I'm I should see, I should have gotten them like five, ten years ago when I could have gotten like a good one for like twenty. I'm surprised no one at uh, on Instagram has one. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure somebody does. They just don't want to get rid of them. Next they're time like one of the Grail NES collector things. Next yeah. time I go to Happy's, I'll check. Mm-hmm. Well, then someone's probably gonna know what it is and probably want forty five dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, go, you look at like Magfest and shit. It's like yeah, a hundred bucks. It's like fuck you. And you don't even want it to play. You just want to set. It I on just the shelf. want it to put on my shelf. Yeah, I don't, I don't care if it. Works, I need to show. And it won't. I need to show uh, <laughs> my mother-in-law a picture of it because she works at Goodwill. Mm. So, I mean, I don't know that they get them in often, but she always looks for Ninja Turtles for me. Oh, speaking of, uh, a couple times ago, I went to the Goodwill, and your mother-in-law was working there. Mm-hmm. And uh, behind the counter, I saw a Ninja Turtle, and I was like, "Oh, a Ninja Turtle! Can I buy that?" And she's like, "Yeah." And handed it to me. I'm pretty sure she was hiding it for you. Yeah, she she's only given me a few recently, oh. like like Happy Meal toys and shit. Yeah, so sorry, I got your Ninja Turtles. It's fine as long as it's not Shote. No, it was like the the classic collection. Oh, yeah, that, that would have been, been cool. But I've got him. Yeah, I did too. I was just really excited to find the turtle. Right. Well, because I collect Ninja Turtles. Welcome to Airport Road, the podcast. Hey, episode forty six. Forty six. Forty six episodes going strong. We've well well surpassed volume one of the podcast. Yeah, I want twenty two, twenty two or twenty three. Yeah. yeah, so something. I'm hoping the podcast is entertaining for those listening. Uh, with you tonight on this 
geeky journey is Ben, me, the voice that's coming out now. Who else do we have? I'm Aaron. I am the meat sack that is speaking currently. Mm-hmm. In now, the, what? What? No. In the Plants vs. Zombies pants that look really comfy. They are they super really comfy. comfy. They, they're like fleece. They're, so they're not just sleeping pants. They're like my pants. Yeah, no, they're really great. Yeah, I, I really want that. I got these for uh, Christmas a couple years ago for my mom. Nice. Yep. Nice. Who else is here? I'm Steven. With the nice headband going on. Yeah. You got a whole you got like a late eighties, early nineties rocker thing going on in your head right now. I try, you know. Is the hair thing like a like a conscious effort? Because I've never seen your hair that long before. Are you, are you are you doing something specific with it? When are you starting your heroin addiction? Uh soon. You won't be able to tell because I'm already skinny, so <laughs> your eyes will just sink in. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it's from running. It's from running. <laughs> Oh lord, it's freezing cold outside It has been lately for a while I keep forgetting that it gets this cold This time of year in the state that we're in But um, what are we doing this episode? Uh, we're talking about, I guess, news Random shit like Just bullshitting, yeah. I guess yeah. No theme, we're just talking uh, What we got? I don't know, I was just watching the Paul Heyman documentary When you guys came in mm. It's really good Have you watched the rivalries, Hardy Boys and Edge and Christian? Yeah, that one was pretty good too Yeah, it was good yeah, the WWE Network has a lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need to, to catch up because I've been keeping up weekly with like Raw and SmackDown and Main Event and NXT, and then I've been decided that I want to start watching all the pay-per-views from 2014 so I can catch up since I just started watching right. like around October. And uh, yeah, uh, I've been joining. I watched uh, Raw Rumble. 2014 and uh, the last WWE appearance of CM Punk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Thanks, Obama. So yeah, that was uh, kind of bittersweet right there. But but you know, like I love Punk, but wrestling hasn't really been better or worse without him. Yeah, yeah. It's fine, and that seems to be that any time a big guy leaves, that's what happens. Like (coughs) Bret Hart left, WWE was fine. Mike Stone Cold left, yeah. and then they picked up the slack. And I, I was, exp- yeah, I wonder if it irritated him that he left, and then when when CM Punk quit, Daniel Bryan kind of became. Well, he was happy. Name. I mean, that's one of his best friends. So yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, he, but I wonder if he was. I wonder if he wanted he knows, the WWE to be like. They, I think they did that out of spite. I mean, Bryan earned it, but I think a lot of his super fast push was, hey, we'll give him the spot that we would have gave Punk if he would have stuck around, right? But, but would they have actually given? And them you know, I find myself mad at Daniel Bryan now. I'm happy that he's back, but at the same time, I'm like, "Fuck you for coming back at Mania when these guys who've all been busting their ass while you've been out, you're going to take somebody's spot." Yeah. That kind of pisses me off. Well, he's not going to come back and start at the bottom. No, but the fans wouldn't allow that, right? But it's kind of sucks for guys like Ziggler, who I think had a shot at the Rumble, but now his. Stock has gone down because he's back, and Roman Reigns, God help him, the writers are not helping him out. Yeah, like he's fine in the ring; he's a big brute. He's, he's got good presence. You know? Yeah, he's, he's not bad for a big guy. Yeah, like he can work with pretty much anybody. He's shit on the mic. He's a better Cena in the ring in terms of like big guy that's mm-hmm. wrestling. He reminds me a lot of British Bulldog, mm-hmm. like because he's naturally athletic and gifted because he played college football. Yeah. Um, I saw him play college football a couple of times. No, oh, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns, because he played on Georgia Tech, and they play UVA every year. So I saw him in person twice. Did he like Superman punch people? <laughs> no, like I didn't. Even, I wasn't even aware. Like I looked up like when he played, and 
I go to UVA games all the time. I'm like, oh, that's really cool that I've seen him in person um, doing that. But, yeah. This wrestling conversation uh, makes me think of something that we talked about, you and I, Aaron, mm-hmm. recently on the uh, most recent episode of Dispatches from the Weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, towards the end of it, we were talking about um, how to properly market b- the Dispatches podcast, but this one... Because there's so many things that we talk about that we're interested in, yeah. that it fits. It, it's it's it, it's not a it's, it's a not niche program because we talk about so many niches. But there's so, so many niches. Yeah. So how, where does it? What fit? outlet do we pimp this on? Because you know we're talking about comic book movies one time one week, and then we're talking about Saturday morning cartoons from the '80s next. Mm-hmm. And then we're talking about wrestling, you know, and it, it every episode is a mishmash of stuff. So yeah, this one we have wrestling, we have some comic book related things, and and television musical extravaganzas, shit, DVDs. So, yeah. <laughs> so how is that? Ex- how, how? What? Where do we mark? Where, what do we? What do we? How do we do this? We just keep doing what we do. It's just yeah. a pop culture thing, honestly. Yeah, I guess yeah. So. It's it's like one of those things. That, like, what niche? How do we advertise? It's ourselves? kind of like. The VH1, like, I love the 80s, I mm-hmm. love the 90s, where, like, it's about, you know, 1991, yeah. but they talk about every fucking thing that happened in 91. And, so. I, God, I wish they would, like, release those. I do, too. You like, know? why is that not streaming? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Sell that to Netflix, dude. I would watch the... I would have that on in the background. Anytime, like, or something like anytime that, yeah. that's on, Lauren watches it. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's great. It's, a, it's just an awesome thing to just tune in and watch, uh, like, oh, yeah, hey, that's that guy from the state, you know? <laughs> And I jokes about Empire oh, Strikes I do Back. remember that shit yeah. type of thing, and I love that. It's a show about nostalgia. Yeah, I'm nostalgic for the show about nostalgia. Yeah. So that's what this podcast is: is a uh, pop culture nostalgia thought. Yeah, pretty I guess much. So, because we do talk about video games, comic books, and superhero shit. But then we also talk about who our favorite '90s wrestlers were, <laughs> and you know what our f- and, and squeezes. Lauren asked <laughs> me to name my top five wrestlers the other day, and that was like. Oh, so hard. I was like, well, Bret Hart's my favorite. And Lauren can't... She's like, why is Bret Hart your favorite? And it's hard. I'm like, he was like one of the first guys I saw, like him and Sting. And like, I connected. because I never really dug Bret Hart, man. He was a great wrestler in the ring, but I think I think I, I think it's because I took Vince's side. And I think you didn't. The, on, well, you didn't start like I started when he was already when he had just left. Yeah, so like you didn't see like when he was carrying the company in the early nineties. Mm-hmm. Like I started watching WWE when it was like him, Diesel, mm-hmm. Razor Ramon, One Two Three Kid, IRS was still hanging around. DDRC, you know, it was like the new generation mm-hmm. that was before the, the Attitude. So like. Bret Hart was like Bret Hart and Steam were my first two favorite wrestlers. Yeah. So they're still like. Are they on your top five? Oh yeah. Okay. Who else is on your top five? <sighs> Michaels, uh, Jericho, and see that's where it gets weird because like number five, it's like all right, I love I can watch any Ric Flair match from any decade and I'm good. Like his newer stuff, eh? But like, um, and then like I love Steamboat stuff. Mm. Um, I love British Bulldog stuff. I love Guerrero, Malenko, Booker T. Like M- Mortis. <laughs> I do like Chris Canyon. Rest in peace. Um, I liked Mortis or Chris, your Canyon. I loved it when he was positively Canyon. Um, I, think that my, I think that my first Dungeons and Dragons character was named Canyon. 
Because I like Canyon and WCW. I'm a big DDP person. Uh, Steve Austin, probably. Yeah, I, yeah, he's he's in my top five. Yeah, I think he's in most people's top five wrestlers because you can't not like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, which I really want to have cable so I can watch his two TV shows right now. And uh, I hear Redneck Island is really entertaining. Huh. I, I don't, think you, would, kind of I don't think you would like uh, the Broken Skull Challenge. I watched an episode of it at work one day because it's streaming on whatever channel. It's kind of CMT. like just a strongman contest. Yeah, but it's two people like f- fighting to go over an obstacle course or something. Mm-hmm. But Stone Cold just screaming at them the whole time, and that's what I want to see <laughs> is him screaming at them because that's great. You know, it's uh, Bonnie talking about wrestling because. In the past month, I've been t- offered two jobs in California, and like, <clears throat> there's so much wrestling going on in California, like mm-hmm. pro wrestling gorilla, and like, just uh, lucha underground and mm-hmm. stuff. And it's like, <sighs> like independent wrestling's a big deal, and like, I was Southern looking, California. Yeah, I was looking at NXT tickets, and they they go all around Florida, basically. Right, you can get like fucking good seats for like twenty. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can because get like, they're just trying to fill like, it. 50. That's one thing. Yeah. We next time there's a house show or something, mm-hmm. we need to go. I want to go see like an actual raw tape. You should. You know, like, that's what I want to next do. time. But like the nosebleeds are like fifty bucks. Yeah. Uh, that one house show that we went to, we got ringside, and she paid. How much did you pay for those raw tickets? That 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 house show ticket. I don't know. Well, they're like a hundred, two hundred bucks each. Yeah, you spent like a lot of money. I only paid fifty bucks for front row to SmackDown. Well, it's because scalpers got them. Oh, probably at least around two hundred. I bought them from a dude at the airport. She spent like two hundred bucks to get us ringside tickets to a house show. It was great. It was amazing. I mean, I sat in the nosebleeds at WrestleMania. I mean, I'd still, I I wouldn't be fine with the nosebleeds. You should. His first. I'd like it to be like at least if, on you, the if you're not in the first three rows, the floor is not worth it at all. Yeah. Uh, the next, the best place besides the first three rows is the risers right mm-hmm. next to the floor. Any of those are amazing because yeah. you're still really close. So you and can you can see, you got a bird's eye view. Yeah, and you can still see like the wrestlers' faces and stuff. It's not like when you're up top. Yeah. It's just. I just like being ringside because Matt Stryker gave us Daniel Bryan's T-shirt, nice. <laughs> and he wears a medium. Nice. And he, it was sweaty. I remember I got so I have Daniel Bryan's sweaty. T-shirt. I got John Cena. He gave me a high five. And I like threw a kid out of the way to get it. And then I was like, "Why did I fucking do this?" <laughs> <John Cena? laughs> oh, he, he dis like I like stinger splashed a little kid to get it over there. <laughs> Cena dissed us, man. But, uh, and Randy Orton like gave me like a limp high five, like uh, like a dead fish high yeah, five. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck you, Randy Orton." I don't even want your high five. Well, nobody likes Randy Orton unless you're a girl. Girls love Randy Orton for some Because he's got a really good body. Yeah, but he's terrible. Yeah. So, my turtle's awake. There you go. Let's look at him go. Ooh. I have, a, I have a Russian tortoise, and he moves six inches a day. He's rolling. Yeah, especially in wintertime. He does not like to do much. And now he's going back to bed. Cool. No. The joys of having a Russian tortoise. He's awesome. <laughs> he's cheeseburger size. Um, excuse me. Ant-Man trailer. Yeah, that finally came out. Well, teaser, I guess. I, Ant-Man teaser. That was a long teaser. Yeah. Ant-Man teaser for the trailer. teaser for the teaser. Sure. Okay. Because the first teaser was ant-sized. That yeah. was hilarious. Yeah, Genius. that was pretty great. Um, yeah, it premiered on Agent Carter, which, by the way, uh, is great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, we'll get to that. Yeah, but uh, the Ant-Man teaser, man, it, it, I, I'm, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm totally. I'm way more in than I thought I was. Yeah. Gonna be. Um, the costume looks great. Uh, Michael Douglas, I liked him in, mm-hmm. in it, and uh, I, I again like I'm disappointed that we're not getting the Edgar Wright version. But right. again, I think it's that was part of it needed to be a Marvel movie as well. Yeah. I just you know? yeah. Uh, my only problem is like I really like the Wasp, mm-hmm. and she's not in it. And like I like the Wasp character more than I like Ant Man. Yeah, well, I guess. And I won't get the Wasp. There in the are Avengers movie. there are sequels. I'm sure. Yeah, but yeah. I think that in the script. I think the rumor is that she's in the script set in like the past part with Hank. Well, th- like I guess their daughter like is in it and possibly a love interest for Paul Rudd. Uh, maybe. What's or, Paul Rudd's character's name? Scott Lang. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which was like the irredeemable Ant Man. Okay. No, he was before that. Your name was Eric something. He's, oh, okay. He's okay. the one who just used the ant suit to sneak in and watch Ms. Marvel shower, <laughs> which was a great series. I mean, because he was a he was he was not a good person. Mm-hmm. He would just like ride home in women's purses and watch them shower because he had the ant suit and he was like a, a, a shitty shield agent. That's the that's a really bad. The really that seems bad. like I would get old quickly. Well, he got caught and then like eventually had to go to adventure school. How did he get then, caught? Huh? How do you get caught? Well, it's Ms. Marvel. Oh, well, all right. And and uh, you know, Ant Man. You can see an Ant Man. Sorry, the comic books, guys. Yeah. Well, the the shot of him uh, riding a flying that was awesome, amazing. So that that's all I wanted. However, fucking wanted. We have an a a vested interest in this. Mm. Does the average person have an interest in a man who flies on ants? I don't it, think the average person had an interest in Guardians of the Galaxy. Exactly, True. you know, and even Thor really was kind of a stretch, and that. You but know. Guardians of the Galaxy also had a talking raccoon and tree man to help sell it. I really, speaking of, I really hope Marvel plans to bring back Blade at some point. It'd be nice. I, do they have the rights back yet or not? I'm not sure. I, I think they got like a few things like Punisher and Ghost Rider back. Oh. I'm not sure about Blade though. Maybe well, somebody I mean, needs to do something with Blade. Uh, I mean, uh, the rights will eventually go back to Marvel if no one makes a right. Blade movie. And that would be a great uh, series. If they want still in jail or is no? He, he was in Expendables Three. Okay, okay. I just want Marvel to be like, to go to Tom Jane and say, "Hey, we'll make a Netflix series about Punisher. You can do whatever you want." They need to do that with him. all the Marvel Knight stuff. Really, just make series. Make a Netflix they do- Ghost Rider show. Yeah, well, they Moon they, Knight. I would watch. Hell yeah! Um, they they did announce the start date for the release date for the Daredevil series, yeah, which is going to be April tenth. I'm super excited. Um, about that. Yeah, all of them are going to drop at once, and they're already talking like there's going to be second seasons for a lot of these Good. series. And they need to, if these do well, they need to consider other series too. Yeah, that's why I'm saying like a Blade series. I would yeah. love. Uh, Moon Knight would be amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I'd be so in for a Moon Knight. I'd like series. to see that because I don't know much about Moon Knight. And I don't really have the desire he's to read much of Moon Knight. Like the TV the, show would get me into it. He's like a schizophrenic Egyptian-themed Batman. Yeah, I was gonna say he's kind of a Batman. Character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's with more of a supernatural bent. He he deals with like yeah a lot. Of, like if yeah. you don't think they can be successful movies, that's fine. But like you've got this medium, like. Mm-hmm. And if it and if it does well, then they could tie them into the movie. Yeah, yeah. and you could do a movie like after the fact, like yeah. or tie them into like few. I mean, eventually, let's be honest, the Avengers, you know, aren't going to be able to go forever. Right. But you've got all these series you can create that you can continue on and basically be a development league for future movies. Is there any, or if the comic book movie bubble that finally bursts, yeah, then they and you know the the next medium is 
streaming television, and then they can continue making a shitload of money just making a Marvel-themed TV show. The only way the bubble's going to burst is if they start making shitty movies. That's what killed the comic movies of the 90s, yeah. is they made Batman, Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin. <laughs> it wasn't, and that's yeah. what killed like the Superman stuff. They made Superman 3 and 4. Yeah. <coughs> and technology wasn't there, too. I think that was a big part. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It's just I think that they're going to have a problem trying to get trying to get people to want to watch Ant Man. I I mean, well, at this point, it's Marvel. Marvel alone is a brand that gets people's butts and seats. Yeah, I don't want to say that with like when there's a new Pixar property or something like that. No one's going to give a shit about that. And, uh, but it's Pixar. Yeah, you know, like they have a new Pixar movie out. Let's go see it because yeah. they haven't let us down. Well, Cars two. Yeah, yeah. Cars two <laughs> and like, Brave. But the kids yeah. love Cars though. So. Yeah. But no, is, is, do you think Ant Man is going to have the same kind of? I think, it, monitor I, well, I think I think it's going to be a sp- like it's a comedy spin-off sort of thing. It's going to be more I of think Ant-Man's not going to like have an enormous opening weekend thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, people a lot of people will go see it. I don't yeah. think it's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy. And it may be one of those things that like the first week or so it's kind of slow, but word of mouth and worst case scenario it's a really good movie and it blows up when it's on Blu-ray and streaming and stuff like Dread. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, honest, I still think and blame Sylvester Stallone for fucking Dread up. Because like I think people remembered that shit and yeah. it scared them off, and then like it just took word of mouth. Dread is such a good movie. Yeah. It's so fucking underrated. Again, I haven't read any 2000 AD. You really but. need to watch the raid because. The raid, the first. I haven't seen the second one, but the raid. If you liked Dread, holy fuck, it's like Dread turned up to eleven. Really? Yeah, and I fucking love Dread, but like, it's so good. It's same type of. What was that? Oh. <laughs> um, that, I, I really want to. Uh, I, I wish that I'd seen Dread in three D. Oh god, it was so good. That yeah. was the perf. That was one of a handful of movies that you really needed to see in the theater because the big screen did that so much justice. Kind of like Pacific Rim is mm. kind of lost on the small screen. It's still great, but yeah. that in the theater in 3D. That's another just, one I wish I'd seen in 3D in the theater. I'm definitely not missing Pacific Rim too. Pacific no. Rim was great in the theater. In 3D. Mm-hmm. Just like Godzilla. Pacific Rim was decent uh, in 3D on my brother's TV, actually. Mm. Because I, I always hated, like, bullshitted on uh, 3D TVs. And then I was watching Rob, my brother got a 3D TV, and I was watching a shark documentary, and we just sat there for two hours watching shark documentaries. I still don't know if I care enough about 3D to want a 3D TV. Uh, I, I feel like if I had it, I would generally not use it. Yeah. But there would be days where I'm off work, and I'm like, fuck it. And then I'd pop on the glasses. See, like, I've got, it. Walt got me that steel book. For Christmas, I think you got a couple of us that as well. Guardians, yeah, of uh, uh, Guardians. And if I had a 3D TV, I know I've already got the PS3, which does 3D. Right. I would definitely like sit down and just like enjoy the eye candy. Yeah, because that was a fun movie in 3D. Lauren hates 3D, so mm-hmm. like, it would really be just a thing for me. Yeah. And I honestly, for the price, I'd rather just buy a 60 inch TV. Yeah. Than a 32 inch. Like, well, the technology will get cheaper. Yeah. So. It will. But I don't know, like... I'd love to play something like Shadow of the Colossus in 3D. Yeah. You know? See, I would want it more for gaming than movie-watching, honestly. Yeah. It does give you a headache, though, real quick. Mm. Like, it hurts your eyes. Fucking Hobbit and whatever that Mm. frames we saw. 48 frames per second. God, that... I had a migraine for, like, 
a day and a half after I, we saw this. I, I, I'd like to see the third movie, and I know the kiddo wants to see it. I want to so see it. I, 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 I want to take it. him. I, just, I wasn't as critical of the first two as everybody. So. I just can't care like I, I did for Lord of the Rings. You that's know? the thing. I find myself not caring, but I didn't not like them. I just didn't love them like yeah. I did with Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I didn't mind the second one. Yeah. Much. If the if the kiddo like has a really good week at school, like you know, with no notes home or anything, well, they should be getting report cards soon. So. Yeah, if he, if he does really good, maybe I'll take him as a reward, and I'll just kind of say that I saw it. Yeah, I have friends who are like, "Did you get the second Hobbit movie yet? I want to watch that." And I'm like, eh, I don't really want to pay money for the fucking Hobbit, you know? I got smog on Black Friday for five bucks. So. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, it was worth so it. So I pay ten bucks, but I, I I'll give it to you. I've got a digital. I'll give you my hard copy. Okay, it's on DVD, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it, well, I, I don't know. I will like it. I'll get it eventually. Yeah, he's seen the, the second. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. He can yeah. watch it whenever he wants. Right on. It's got smog in it. Man. It's just sitting there on my shelf, collecting dust because I have digital. So. If anything, smog. Just having like the being able to watch the smog scene was it would yeah. be great because so smog was written like say what smog you want about cool. Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, that was a good movie. Everybody. Shits on the one scene, and I understand it, but... You're talking about the barrel scene? Yeah, it was fun. It was too long. I had fun It was too long, but it was fun. Yeah. So it was Transformers And see, the thing is, I never never read The Hobbit, Mm -hmm. so, like, I don't have, like... I I don't care about the stuff they added, that it's just too much. Too much, and it's too long, and it's... I feel it's, like we could have done with just one movie or two. At the uh, most. Yeah, two at the most. I'm yeah. sick of them having to split movies that don't need two parts into. Yeah, two like parts. why the fuck is the third Hunger Games? That, that guy, I finished reading that book in four hours, and I blame that shit on Twilight because yeah. they did. Although that did I Harry, Harry Potter, Potter did it. Too. Yeah. yeah, well, Harry Potter's a fucking eight. It was a long book. It was a long thing, but at, in the at last the same time, and a lot of it was them fair. fucking around in the woods. That last Twilight book was like 650 mm-hmm. pages too. So. Those were good. The last two, whatever you want to say, the last two uh, Twilight films were good. I haven't watched them. I might watch them someday with Rift Tracks or something. They split Avengers into two movies. I bet it's the Infinity War, so fuck yeah, they can get away with doing that. There was a rumor going around the internet that got shot down fairly quick that they were splitting up Superman, Batman. Yeah, I was reading that rumor earlier today. Yeah, they got shot down. Yeah, I was like, good, because I don't fucking trust DC to make one movie right now. So just make one good movie. Guys, and then do what you want to do. They just their movies need to be fun. That's why Marvel is is working is because even They're the ones fun. that are serious are still fun. Yep, you know it's There's a lot of serious shit going on in Iron Man three. See, that's why it was really really yeah, fun. That's why Captain America two worked more for me because they had um Black Widow and yeah. like and they Falcon had, and stuff, and that really helped it out. Yeah, he's a boring up. character, yeah. like to me. I don't like him, but no, so when you, you add him right. with other people, it's fine. Yeah, you get to see him interact. And like with him the and her, that are different than him. Great. Mm-hmm. We got to see fucking like robot Baron Zima or, or Baron Zima. Baron Zima. Arnim Zola. Arnim Zola. Baron Zima. Baron Zima. Shitty girl. Yeah. I mean, like, would you if they just made a movie about Drax the Destroyer? I would be like, I can't. Deal with this movie, but the fact I would that you like have a, his character, I would really like a short ten-minute film about tracks. 
I would be fine with that. A Marvel one shot. I, I wanted to start doing the one shots again. I do too. Man, they're fun. They're a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they got so many like other shit that they're doing. Right. You got Agents of Shield. You got Agent Carter, which I'll get into right now. It's great. It's stronger it out of the gates. Than do the I have Shield to watch Agents of Shield to watch no. this? Okay. It takes place a long time before. Yeah, it takes place like in the late forties. Yeah. It's Alias in the late forties. Yeah, I need some some I need somebody's Hulu login because I don't yeah. want to pirate anything. Mm. Especially um, if it's good, I'll pirate shit. You can still pirate it. Yeah. I don't know if people would t- take into account Hulu numbers any or actually. No, I just mean like I want to pirate a TV show. Yeah. Um, no, but I, I am excited to see that. I like the idea of it taking place in the forties. It appeals to me more than Shield does. Even mm-hmm. though I will watch Agents of Shield. Agents I will of watch Shield. Agents you need to watch because the first half of season two was fucking great. But wasn't it like the first half of season one isn't good? No, it's fine. It's just it took for. Is it like Smallville? It, it takes some time. Yeah, it, it's it starts off as kind of like these are like it's uh, a s- vaguely superhero tinged ver- like kind of spy forensic show. See, and then it grows into something else, and then it, it culminates when it ties in. With I keep getting Winter distracted. Soldier. I'm like, I'm gonna watch it, and then I'll get on Netflix, and I'm like, ooh, they added Wayne's World too. Fuck Agents of Shield. I think that's my problem. Like, anytime I have time to watch something, I'm like. Oh, I can get into this new show or wrestling. Yeah, the WWE network is simple because I don't have to constant. I can work on a custom action figure instead of having to pay attention to the entire oh, thing. Nice. It's uh. Let me know if it doesn't work. Text me. Okay. Um. It's it's uh. WWE network is great for when I'm feeding Brody mm-hmm. because I can or doing anything. Yeah. yeah if I'm, like, I typically have that on if I'm separating laundry or vacuuming or anything. It's yeah. the best background noise ever. Yeah. Or if you have 30 minutes to eat a hot dog before you have to leave, you're like fucking. I don't care what's on. It's wrestling. Yeah. If I'll watch hacksaw Jim Duggan fight Dino Bravo at WrestleMania <laughs> six. The most oh, but because uh, who doesn't want to watch that? <laughs> my the, my last day and a half has been spent with me getting more and more and more frustrated over the stupidest thing in the world. Uh, I was watching the WWE Network, but uh, while I was doing that, I've been I spent a day and a half, and I'm still not there trying to make a skirt for a custom Rogue X Men action figure. <laughs> <laughs> because her new, cu- I'm trying to do this custom action figure yeah. thing, and you know how hard it is to make a skirt not or really. clothing for a thing. You have to sculpt that shit, and yeah. it's not easy well, at all. Well, cl- fabric, it's harder to get it to like hang like larger size out. You need yeah, to learn how to sew. Well, I, I'm not gonna. I don't want to make doll clothes for my action. Make doll clothes. clothes. Apparently, you are. That's exactly what you're trying yeah. to do right now. No, no, I'm, I'm sculpting like yeah. like sculpting clothing. You're, you're trying to make a skirt. Oh, so you're making Plastic, a, like yeah. a heart. Oh, you're making yeah. a sculpt version of it. Okay, yeah. like like yeah. how a figure nowadays released yeah. would be. Okay. And, uh, I'm, I'm n- nailed hair. I can, come on, little foot. I got you. Uh, I nailed uh, how to do action figure hair. She's kind I can't make sure. Yeah, that was the, the striper t-shirt. Yeah, they do a badass cover of Dio's Heaven and Hell on the new Dio. This is your life oh, cover nice. album. Right, that's so fucking good. Sorry, I like Striper. That was one of our Goodwill special t-shirts that we found. Fuck, I would love to find a Striper t-shirt. We found so many good t-shirts at the Goodwill, man. It's so awesome. <laughs> all of our wardrobe comes from the good. All of our t-shirt wardrobe comes from Goodwill. Because I want to do you can't a, not buy an Austin three sixteen t-shirt well, for three dollars. No. I want to do a sketch where, um, like an SNL sketch where we're at um, gathering of the Juggalos with Richie. <laughs> 
I, I just, yeah. Oh man. I hate Juggalos, guys. I really I want love Rob. I, I really want us to do like a podcast from a Ren fair one of these days. <laughs> I'd love for us to all like go to Goodwill and like buy women's blouses and like uh, pants and just like you know have like a piratey Renaissance bullshit thing like going and then just go and do a podcast from that the Ren fair and interact with the the jackasses who juggle like flaming bowling pins and shit. Well like eating hawks hawks of meat. Yeah. I can go for a hawk of meat, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like hawk meat. Mm. A uh, hawk watched me pee yesterday. <laughs> I was running at the trail and I had to pee. Mm-hmm. And like I'm peeing and I'm looking around to make sure like and it was like fucking ten degrees, so nobody was gonna come, but I was just making sure. And I look over my shoulder so and there's just hawk. A, there's just a hawk staring at me in a tree. I'm like I've never. Was he staring at you, or was he pe- staring at your pee stream? He could. Well, he could have been staring at that, but like I've never had a hawk watch me pee. Well, that's something on, off of your bucket list. I'm that's sure. That's true. I've never had an animal stare at me one like no, 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 no. I have had dogs watch me pee, and I peed on a cat's head. Wow, intentionally, or was that just because the cat? At went? first, it was unintentional. Okay. Okay, okay. I was okay. peeing, and then the cat, being inquisitive like a cat is, like. Jumped up and was like, "What's going on in here?" He deserved. And looked into the thing, and then did that jump, like jump forward thing, and the head, cat's head went straight into the pea street. He deserved it. And then did it again, and I'm like, "Well, it's your fault." And the third time, I aimed for him. And apparently, that's his fetish. Yeah, cats love mm-hmm. to be peed on. Mean, yeah. Well, they so watch a lot of Japanese porn videos. So I've not cut uh, off my bucket list of peeing on a cat's head. That uh, dog has a shaved belly. Well, he's yeah. I don't know. He did it himself. No. Um, Gallivant is written down. <laughs> What's that? Uh, Gallivant is a uh, eight episode musical fairy tale comedy that oh, ABC I is doing. And I, I checked him out on Hulu the other night uh, because I was curious about it. I actually started watching it and I had completely forgotten that it was musical. Mm-hmm. So I, it started off and it's all this big sing song thing, like said. Like explaining the setup to the plot, you know, which is uh, uh, this like noble knight and hero uh, who falls for this like uh, amazing peasant woman, and the king sees her and kidnaps her and forces her to be her bride. So the day of their you know forced wedding, he comes in, storms the castle single handedly, and like has this big speech about how like you know you can give her wealth and power, blah blah blah. But you can never give her true love. Only I can. And she basically says, uh, actually, I've been kind of thinking about it, and I think I'm going to stick with the king. So, and then he gets, like, knocked out, and he goes into, like, a year-long depression. And the show picks up, like, like after a year where he's just been drowning his sorrows in drink and gotten kind of, you know, pudgy for, an ex- like, a handsome lead character on a TV right. series. Isn't John Stamos in it? He is. Yeah, he showed up. I guess a, a part in the second episode. But it's it's uh, uh, just basically some musical comedy. It's... <sighs> is it fun? It's fun. It's funny. I mean, we laugh. It, it actually has laugh moments. It, it, it almost seems a little too precious, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, where it, it's trying to be campy and stuff like that. And so you notice that it's campy, you know. It's, it, but that's what it's supposed to be. Nice. It's fun. It's kind of like fro- it's a PG thirteen Frozen type thing. It's okay. a musical fairy tale comedy. That's fine. That has like kind of sexual innuendo and stuff like that. Vinnie Jones is in it. He plays like <laughs> the bodyguard, the nice. head of the guards of the king, and he's great in it. He has. Does like, he sing? Uh, I, I don't think he's sung yet. But there's like one little bit like where this 
princess uh, that the king is like vaguely threatening. Uh, he he like kind of pulls her up and talks to his guard and says like, "Oh my, isn't she a pretty little thing?" And he just goes, he's like, eh, a little too plump for my oh. taste. And the king and the princess is just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he's like, she's like a hundred pounds soaking wet. He was like, no, I, I just like really skinny women, like like unhealthily skinny women. And it's just like, what the fuck? But yeah, and, uh, it, it's it's entertaining. It's fun. Um, it's it's worth your time. They're doing like two episodes a week oh, uh, nice. for four weeks. It's, I think it's like a fill-in for Once Upon a Time or something like that. Okay. It's really cute. It's on Hulu Plus. Check it out if if that's your sort of thing. If you like musical comedies, right? It's fun. The mu- the songs are catchy. You know, it's it's a goofy fairy tale farce. The second episode, they have a training montage song to get him back in shape, and they do a training montage where over one day, you know the. The, the princess who's trying to get him like back in shape to save her kingdom, whatever, uh, like is you know whipping him into shape, and they do a full on eighties training nice. music that needs uh, to come back in more things. Yeah, 80s and it's really good. And that's that's the episode with John Stamos, who's pretty fucking great. At oh, it speaking well. of eighties and training montages, I Sylvester Stallone confirmed this week that he's working uh. on. The new Rambo, which mm-hmm. will be called Rambo Last Blood. It's the last Rambo ever. And there's also a new Rocky movie coming out called Creed, I heard which I'm that. guessing is going to be all about Apollo Creed before Rocky. Well, I thought it was about Creed's kid. Okay, it could be, okay, yeah, okay. It could be like Rocky, Rocky, Rocky could Mickey. train him. Okay, yeah, Rocky that's could fine. Be I was kind of hoping for like a prequel yeah. that would have led up to Rocky. Maybe they could have got a couple of movies mm-hmm. out of that. But this is fine, too. Um, I'm a big Rocky Rambo mm-hmm. person. So. I do love Rocky. I'm not a big Rambo fan. Oh, fucking the Rocky movies are fucking, fucking awesome. First Blood and the last Rambo, just mm. called Rambo. Those are those great. Are good. Yeah, those are really good. Um, I'm in. Right yeah. on. As long as you can keep doing. He'll great. be 70, Sylvester Stallone, when the new Rocky releases. Jesus. Yeah. Well, so he's perfect for yeah. the mix. 70, really? He'll be he doesn't 70 look 70. He doesn't. In yeah. two years. Damn. Because I think it comes out in 2017. So yeah, he'll be 70. Crazy. Yeah, that's perfect. He can be the Mick role. And if you watch, like, I watched Expendables 3 the other day because they had it on Voodoo for five bucks. Right it was, like, the sale of the day. Yeah. And um, I liked the first two enough, so I was like, mm-hmm. fuck it, I'll watch it. Compared to, like, Schwarzenegger, he's still in really yeah. good shape. I mean, he's mobile and stuff. Like, Schwarzenegger looks like Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> he is a bit blocky. Yeah, he's kind of dead, though. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, like, he has, like, no, like... Mobility. Yeah, it's, he walks around it's like very like stiff. Terry Funk walks around. Like yeah. he has a robot skeleton inside him or mm-hmm. something. Okay, I am still excited about the new Terminator movie. Yeah, I'm I did. I'm in. I'll see it. I, I liked it. the last Terminator. I did too, man. I liked Terminator. Still haven't seen Salvation. Salvation. I, need I should to. loan it to you. It's in my basement. I, I liked remember. Terminator one and two, three. It, was, yeah. eh, it is what it is. And yeah. all of the movies fun. have problems with them. I don't have any problems with Terminator two. Yeah, well, it ended. I well, that's the problem. <laughs> I have no problem. Yeah. Terminator Two is nearly a perfect action. That's my movie. S- it is the best action movie. Yeah. That's my second yeah. favorite movie of all time. So. Yeah. And Terminator. Termin- okay, but but uh, the main problems I hear from most people about Terminator Salvation was story based, mm-hmm. like the plot. And yeah, all all of them have some plot issues or like yeah. nitpicky issues. And you start off can by involving time travel. You're gonna. End the up only problem mess. I have with Terminator Two is I hate Edward Furlong's little kid voice in that movie. 
And that's Why? just yeah, that's just a gripe. That's like has well, no I mean, you hate Eddie's like voice. Twelve yeah. when he did that wasn't right, and he looks the same now. Yeah, pretty much. In Night of the Demons, he looks exactly like just with a sketchy drug dealer brief. Four, he looked. God, that was a hard movie to get through. I only saw the first two. Yeah, I only watched watch the first two. The and third one episode of the TV show. I like the TV show. I mean, it was kind of to heaven. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It had yeah. the, the dude who ended up. Uh, I love the crow being so the Richard. chairman's nephew on the Iron Chef USA. Hmm. Um, Joe Gallup, man. Wait, oh, I don't know if I should talk about this because it's more of a dispatches thing. Uh oh. So. I'm not going to show it to you guys. Oh. I'll show it to you later. Okay. Because that's not what this podcast is about. Shit. A tease. So I'm putting a... Dispatches for the weird. You can find new episodes at weirdochurch.com. Yeah, there you go. My wife texted me a picture. I'm not going to show it to you guys on this podcast. I'll show I'll show it to you later. We'll talk about it on Dispatches because I feel it's something Richie needs to see. Okay. But um, I feel bad that like uh, we didn't get to surprise him with the uh, cum jar uh, Rainbow Dash <sighs> art project. Yeah... Yeah, that would have been a great thing to get Richie's reaction live on the Dispatches from the Weird Podcast. <laughs> Which, if you don't know what the Rainbow Dash cum jar experiment is, Google it or, or don't. Better. Or listen to the last Dispatches from the Weird, because I think you guys talked about it on that one or the one before. That was really something I could have lived without. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I apologize to you as soon as I sent there. the link. It's there. It's right up there with shitting dick I, I, I'm just a messenger, man. <laughs> There's weird stuff in the world. Yeah, There's a lot of weird stuff. There's weird people. As long as you're not hurting anybody, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't see how that hurts anyone other than just make them aware that the world is there's way worse more horrifying place than you think. Yeah, there's way worse shit on the internet. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. But it's about ponies. Um, it is about ponies. Actually, it's about pony ethics and journalism. I actually got into a discussion with some other people on Twitter with the co-host of the Jim Cornette Experience, his oh, yeah. co-host Alice Radley, um, about she had no idea that furries were a thing oh, until God. there was like that. How does she have a podcast and not know about furries? Well, she's in her 30s and oh, okay. she doesn't give a shit. Yeah. And uh, there was that incident at the furry convention where like... Oh, were, yeah. They tried to gas the furries? There was yeah, a video she, of a, a new... Like I'm talking about on the news and like... The woman full on just started laughing and walked out the studio. Right. Because she had no clue what a furry was, and when someone explained it and to her. She was just like, Alice, his co host, is a very liberal person, like, very liberal, and like, she's just like, I just can't get it. I was like, it's just a thing. Like, it, it doesn't hurt anybody. And it's if you want to. They really like dressing up as animals. Yeah, and if some and of them. Not all like, of them want to have sex Yeah, and yeah. the ones that do. Okay, if they're that's what as them and their partner are into, who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, as long as they're consenting adults, sure. I was like, there's way weirder shit that people are into sexually than oh yeah, furries. Yes, but I just tried to explain it to her. I was like, it's not sexual. Like she doesn't get the whole cosplaying in general. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's just. She's like, I haven't dressed up since I was 12. I'm like, yes, but that's just you. I was like, yeah, it's a hobby. Yeah, <coughs> I was like, if that's what people do to make them have fun and yeah. they enjoy it, then who cares? I mean, I get a huge like going to Magfest, which uh, I'll be doing in just like two weeks. Man, I'm so happy. But uh, sure, yeah, the cool. cosplayers are great. You know, it's really cool. I met a couple furries there. Yeah, and this yeah, this one furry was not- very cool. I hung out with him at a party and talked with him for a bit. He's just a chill dude who likes dressing up as a wolf. It's not my thing. You know? Fuck it. Yeah. 
Imagine if I had a very elaborate wolf suit, I probably would have fun wearing it around. If I had a very elaborate wolf suit, I would have a very elaborate Razar suit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you and I need to make uh, epic Toka and Razar costumes. Show up at the Halloween party. We gotta rent ourselves out for birthday parties. Yeah. Adults' birthday parties, not kids' birthday parties. Oh god, we would I, terrify the fuck out of kids. <laughs> well, remember how you said you wanted SpongeBob and Patrick? Well, I got you Toka and Rezar. <laughs> just have somebody dressed as Shredder. Toka, Rezar, Master said have fun. Call, call Kevin Nash, he might be available. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been strongly thinking about growing my beard out and doing Bray Wyatt as for Halloween that next year cool. because I, I I'm like I could pull Bray Wyatt off, mm-hmm. but uh, you just get, and you just bring a rocking chair and you don't yeah, move from get it. a shirt sleeve Hawaiian and shirt, talk and white pants, really and bizarre. Borrow a hat from Richie, and every time you get up from your rocking chair, you pull out your lantern and you just walk really Damn slowly. Bros. We'll turn off the, all the lights and everyone will I turn saw their cell phones. on the mat. And I smiled like an angel. Shut up! Yeah, just come out with your cool. You're so sweaty. We all have our demons. <laughs> He's always so sweaty. Why does he wear the bowling glove thing? Oh, he was something. Kane always wore one glove, and that's a thing. I just assumed Kane liked Michael Jackson a lot. It was a trip. I always assumed his hand was burned until they ruined that. Yeah, because uh, yeah. Kane was. Psycho. Yeah, he always had that one. Yeah, yeah. one arm. You figured Kane that would be was like burned that. on zero percent of his body. Psychological <laughs> burns. Yes. Psycho. Thank you, Percy Pringle, for <laughs> clarifying that. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just wow. Just, we need Toga and Razor. I I agree. I've been trying to get Rob into learning how to do like foam latex, mm-hmm. so like elaborate uh, Henson, because yeah. he could do it. If they anybody, if anybody we know could do it, it's Rob. There's yeah. a reality show on Hulu that I really want to start watching. Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy oh Jimmy's God, that's so good. Show. Is it good? Yes. I've been. Uh, I shot challenge. I yeah. watched the whole season. Mm-hmm. I saw commercials for that. So I'm like, that seems good. like something I'd be totally into. Yes, Rob's the only other person I know, and like when I got a tattoo, we talked about that for two hours. Yeah. Well, gonna, my brother is a big, uh, uh, big end up wanting to do projects and never doing them. Mm-hmm. That's why we, we at one point, we're going to make the Halo musical. <laughs> we got as far as to making I'm a full. So sad that that never happened. You guys made some good looking stuff. Yeah, we had yeah. a full Master Chief suit that we made, and, and after that, we're like, because I was going to be a Jack. Well, we kind of got yeah. hung up because we had to actually, when we decided we wanted to do a Halo musical, then there's the question of how do we write the songs because none of us are musicians yeah yeah. I mean the closest friend that we have that's like a legit musician would probably be Scott you know yeah, Bones I say Bones could do something yeah, yeah. but uh, then we're like hey Bones do a full musical for us themed on Halo he's like fuck you yeah. you know but I feel like he would do it he probably would but I mean that, that'd be like a lot to throw oh, on yeah. him. I don't know, yeah, and, and try to write a comical musical based on Halo. Yeah. When yeah, he's a guitarist and stuff, but I don't know we would need someone to do everything every other instrument too. At the very least, if he wrote it all, he he would need someone to play drums and someone to play bass while we're recording the soundtrack for it. Yeah, and, and I mean that that boat will would have sailed like three years ago. I mean it's too Yeah, that was late. a long yeah. time ago. But that was a fun idea. That was an idea I really liked. I, I really wish that we could just, you know, dream our ideas into existence. Or we had the, the money that we can pay people to do yeah. our ideas. Like the powers of that kid from the Twilight Zone episode. You know, or if we just had reality. If we just had time. We're really yes. lazy. Yeah, time would be nice. That time would be, would be great. Yeah. Because then I could, like... We could do anything with time <clears throat> if all of our schedules were able to just, like, connect. And, and money. Yeah. 
because uh, the Halo costume that we made that Rob just recently threw away Aww. because it got it got moldy in his basement. That and it, it did. That master suit did end up. Co- master chief suit did end up costing about two hundred bucks. Jesus! In a trial and error and materials and everything else, but it looked good, man. It looked really good. Everything looks good. Yeah, that yeah. I saw. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it wasn't up to scale, up to, to par with all the and really, Justin really good. Master yeah, master right? three thousand dollar master chief suits, but it would have worked for a YouTube for something video. you built in your living room. Yeah, for yeah, it was pretty great. It, it was very cool. Rest in peace, uh, Halo, Halo Project Mario Papercraft suit. Yeah. <laughs> um, Stephen, where do they find you on the internet? Um, Twitter and Instagram at Finn with two N's underscore Dingo. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at. Aaron, you can find me at Mister Mixias Pilik one two three. That's M R M X Y Z P T L K one two three. Uh, that's Twitter, that's Steam, that's Xbox Live, PSN, Nintendo Network, pretty much everything. And yeah, Facebook as Aaron Yost. I'm uh, Ben Smith on Facebook. I'm uh, on this podcast as well as Dispatches from the Weird, where we talk about weirder things. Mm-hmm. And uh, Instagram, Mudkip5000, if you want to see all my Ninja Turtle pictures. And Twitter at Airport Road. Yeah, and I have, I do a vlog on YouTube called the Action Figures Sexting Roundup where I kind of review action figures. So can't wait for the next one. Oh, it's, I'm going to shoot later tonight. It's fantastic. Um, yeah, and if you guys are listening, please share us with your friends, uh, rate us and review us on iTunes and shit. Please. Spread the word if you like this, and if you know people that you think would also like this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because we'd love to have more listeners, and uh, yeah. We need, we need to get more interactive with the fans. We need yeah. to come up with a name for the fans, because, like, tell them Steve Days have, has the army ants. APRs? Are <laughs> Pilots. Ah, the pilots of Air, of air Force. <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll think, but hey, you guys need to come. The with air that. traffic controllers. Yeah. Tweet yeah. us at Airport Road, or yeah. get in touch with any of us, or leave a yeah. comment. Yeah, just like, let us know how we're doing, because we got feedback on our Dungeons and Dragon Bears episode from uh, a listener, and that was amazing, because that kind of made you know our day. Yeah, it really does. Feedback goes a long way. Yo. So, uh, who uh, wants to close us out? You have a note. You know what? Okay. This one's for you, Morph. Duck <laughs> <laughs>